Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. New Image International, dedicated to improving your image and lifestyle. One one-hundredth of your potential was recorded live at a regional meeting in Louisville, Kentucky. The sound quality of this tape is, uh, well, it's not real hot. But many people believe the message is one of the most powerful Dale Calvert has ever delivered. Usually when I do a training, my whole vision, my whole purpose is, I tell myself, Dale, if you can just get through to one person, it's worth it. If you can just jar one person, it's worth it. Well, today, it's not worth it anymore. My goal is not that today. My goal today is to touch several of you. Because some of you are in a point in this business where it is flat time to quit playing around. The buck stops here and get on with it. Now that's where some of you are. My training today is designed for people that have been here three months, four months, five months. New people, I'm sorry. Okay, I hope I don't say anything to defend you. Okay, I hope I don't. But I don't care if I do or not. You know, a preacher said a long time ago, you can say anything to anybody as long as you do it for love in your heart for them. And I hope that's the way that this comes across. But there's a lot of you in this room that are achieving about one one hundredth of your potential. One, not one tenth, one one hundredth of your potential. And the thing that saddens me in this business is some of you have been here three, four, five, six months. You've heard it all. You know it all. You know what it's going to take for you to become successful in new image. You know what it takes. But you aren't doing it. And every single time that you hear it, your heart gets a little bit harder. Your ambition decreases. Your self-esteem goes down. Your energy level decreases. Your vision, your goals, your reasons become a little less vivid in your mind. See, every time you sit here and then leave the room and do the same thing next week that you've done the last three, four, five weeks, it hurts you. It hurts you. It hurts your self-confidence and it hurts your self-image. And today is the day that some of you got to leave this room and make some changes in the way you're operating. Today has got to be the day. And I can look back in my life, and there's some times in my life, days, 
that made a difference. There were days in my life that made a drastic difference in the course of my entire life. I think the first day I ever heard Zig Ziglar on tape was a day that made a tremendous difference in my life. When I went to the first Jim Rohn seminar, it made a tremendous difference in my life. Some of the conventions and the events that I have been to over the past 12 years, I can look back over my life and they had a drastic effect on me because I left there and I made some changes. And if you come here today and sit through this and leave, and next week you're the same person that you are right now, you didn't get it. And it's going to hurt you. So some of you are at the point in your business New Image International, today's the day. Today's the day. If you're going to do it, do it now. And if you aren't, quit. Go home and watch TV because you're hurting yourself. I believe that. How many of you have heard Jim Rohn and he talks about ambition unused diminishes? Man, if I took my left arm and tied it to my body, in about 30 days I would lose use of that left arm. And if you don't use the God-given talents and abilities that you have, they will be diminished. But if you will use them, they will increase. And most of you, a lot of you, are not using what you've got. And you know what to do. And you aren't doing it. And it upsets me. It does. It makes me upset because I look at so many people and I think, there but for the grace of God, do I? I mean, what if I had not, what, why, do I, why did I do it? Why, do, why, why did Roger Wagers do it? Why can he be an electrician working at a good job, if there is such thing, for eight years, doing well, making good money, and all of a sudden something clicks in his head where he changes, where he decides, he makes a decision. And many of you in this room have made a decision. And that decision that you made at some time, why is Dan Moore uh, having two out animal hospitals? But his pagers running his life. He has no time for his, for his family. Why did someone successful run in two animal hospitals someday something click in their mind that caused them to change the path of their life? Why does that happen? And there's no reason that it can't happen for you. But if you think that you're going to take the same skill level, attitude, commitment that you have right now and take your old negative self-defeating self and become successful with new image, it's not going to happen. You've got to develop new skills, new attitudes, and new beliefs. And we've got the support system to help you do that. You come into this business with the attitude to fail. I do. My first two years in this industry was the most disgusting thing I've ever done in my life. I hated it. I wanted to quit every day. I was terrified of the phone. I didn't like people. This is not a good business to be in. Someone said, well, Daddy, you act like you still don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you guys to hear what I'm saying today because I'm going to give you again, again, what it takes for you to become successful. But my goal is when you walk out of this door today, that something clicks in your gut. 
Because if that doesn't happen, you've hurt yourself and you've wasted your time this morning. And that's my goal. I'm going to go through this, and this is going to be kind of a worksheet. I hope everyone got them and passed them back. And I don't want you to get ahead. I want you to stay with me. I'm just going to kind of walk you through this, and then we're going to talk about some things. But I want you, more importantly, don't share your answers with anybody. It doesn't matter. This is personal. And I want you, I want you to be honest. Be truthful. See? A lot of people in New Image are living in this world of self-delusion. Sometimes we've got to get down to where the rubber hits the road and says, okay, where am I? What have I been doing? Where am I going? See, it's okay to have dreams, but if you aren't putting work behind those dreams, what good is it? This is not Amway. <laughs> This is not a program where you come in and get all fired up and excited about nothing. <laughs> this is a program where you work it, you grow, you make money. So, and I'll, while I'm on this, some of the some of the people, and I'm just going to let it go today because I don't care. You know, I'm going to. <laughs> but some of the people in New Image International that have the most potential with the least results are former Amway distributors. Now, I love you guys, but you have something in your mind where it doesn't click network marketing, make money. What clicks is network marketing, have fun, make lots of friends, but money is not in the equation. I tell, I see it, and it's it's Amway people. People spend two or three or four years in that company, and again, I have nothing against that company. I have respect for that company, but I'm telling you, this is not Amway. If you, this, you can put money in your pocket every month once you realize you can. This is not a social club. If you want a social club, go back to Amway. The trainers are better. <laughs> they are. They're great. The meetings are more exciting. Go there if that's what you want. But if you want money, freedom, six-figure potential, this is a place you need to be. But you've got to get that Amway stuff out of your mind. Now we'll get back to it. <laughs> 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 How long have you been in New Image? And if it's less than 90 days, I hope after today you'll continue to stay in New Image. <laughs> How long? That's a simple question. Next question. Be truthful. The two greatest benefits in this business are friendships and personal development. Are you satisfied with the friendships you've developed? And I, I would say that most people have been here six, seven months. I mean, I am so satisfied with the atmosphere that we're creating in this entire company. It's like a family. Those of us that have been here a while, I mean, we have, uh, there's a respect for, uh, for each other that just permeates throughout this company, and it's because of the leadership that we have is that is creating that. And that's so exciting because that is so important. You know, when we're really put in the ground, when they bury us, the only thing that's really going to matter is how many lives did we touch. 
that's all that's going to matter. And I've made the, the statement to Stephanie so many times. My wife, I said, you know, we have more friends than any person deserves in their life. And it's all because of this business. And there are people in this room that if I call them on the phone, and many of you, Carol Ann Roy, and, and I don't want to start naming names, but any of, there's a lot of people in this room that if I call them and said, look, don't ask me any questions, don't ask how I got here, but I'm in Anchorage, Alaska, and I need you to come and get me. They'd be in their car in 10 minutes. And I want to tell you what, when you can create that kind of friendship and that kind of bond with people, that's so, so important because it doesn't exist today in the United States. It really doesn't, especially in the corporate environment. It doesn't exist. Are you satisfied with the personal growth you've experienced? And if you aren't, it's because that you aren't reading the books, listening to the tapes, and attending the meetings, period. Because if you're reading the books, listening to the tapes, attending the meetings, you are growing whether you realize it or not. Sometimes growth comes in spurs. We hear it, we hear it, we hear it, and all of a sudden we have a transformation. You know, we really get it. Okay, next thing. What position have you achieved in the marketing plan at this point? Are you satisfied? And what date do you have for achieving the next level? How many area directors in this room have a specific date for when you're going to become a regional director? Just stand up. That's tremendous. Let's give these people a hand. And if you're an area director and you don't have that written down, guess what? It's probably not going to happen. What the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve, everything starts as a vision in the mind first. Until you believe it's going to happen, it's not going to happen. Period. Everything starts as a vision in the mind first. Everything. So you have to have a specific date. Well, Dale, I don't want to write down because what if I write down and I don't get it? So what? You're going to be a lot further along than if you hadn't written it down. So you've got to know. And if you're, if some of you are area directors, you think, well, that's where I'm going to be from now on. That's right. That's what you think. That's right. So you've got to know and have a date and target it when you're going to get to the next position in our company. This is where the rubber hits the road. How much was your bonus check last month? See people writing it down and cover. <laughs> and what people, at least you got a check, right? You got one. Are you satisfied with it? Some of you are. Some of you are making more money than you ever made in your life. You can't believe how good it's going. And this is not for you. Some of you today are going to leave here thinking, I'm on track. But some of you aren't, and the ones that aren't are the ones that this meeting's for. But if you aren't happy with that, guess what? It's not the company's fault. It's not your sponsor's fault. It's not your next-door neighbor's fault. It's not your spouse's fault. It's not my fault. Guess whose fault it is? Yours. Great. Because you aren't going to change me. You aren't going to change your company. You aren't going to change your spouse or your next-door neighbor. But who can you change? You. So if you aren't getting what you want, guess whose fault it is? I love it. 
look in the mirror because you can change you. There's been many times in my life that I've had to sit in front of the mirror. And success starts with taking responsibility for where you're at. The second way that you create success is through disgust. Some of you should be flat disgusted with that number right there. If you're unsatisfied with any above, when are you going to do something about it? Why not today? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Say, Dale, I know I'm not doing nothing like I could be doing. Why are you here? I don't get it. Man, if you're going to do this thing, what? Do it. Go for it. Because when you fail, if you fail, which you cannot fail if you give it all you got, and I believe that. But even if you did, at least you know you gave it all you got. I mean, why be here if you aren't going to give it all you got? It's not worth it. Helen Keller said life is to be lived as a magnificent obsession or not at all. I love this business. When you're giving it all you got every single day, oh, it feels so good because you know you're doing the best you can do. And if you are not doing the best you can do, you're living in misery. You're living in a, con a convicted state. Because you know that you aren't doing what you need to be doing. And if you are, that conviction goes off of you. And I, I'm not saying do the new image. I, it doesn't matter what you do new image. But I'm saying if you do new image, do it. And I, for the life of me, cannot figure out what some of you are waiting for. It's sad. Because if you don't go on and do it, Three months from now, you're going to feel worse than you do today. Well, Dale, they might reject me. You know the two biggest reasons that people don't become successful? Two biggest reasons. And I got the solution to it. Fear of failure, fear of rejection. That's the two biggest reasons that keep people from becoming successful in new image and in life. You know how to overcome the fear of rejection? Get rejected. I've gotten rejected so many times, it doesn't bother me anymore. I have. I've had people hang up on me, tell me I was an idiot. My friends and relatives, oh, there he goes again. What's he doing? Off on some tangent. When I was at IBM, everybody made fun of me. Every one of them. I'd come in with my, my suit, and I'd hang it up, and I'd go work on the assembly line for 10 hours. And they make fun. Here comes big businessman gonna go do his appointments tonight, sell those pills. <laughs> Just making fun of me all the time. But I never will forget the day that I got that check that was for almost double what my salary was at IBM. And I walked in that place wearing my business suit. And I walked around to each one of those people. And I said, this is my check last month. Been good, nice knowing you. Have a good life. Hope you don't rot here. And I went to every single one of them. Rejection is okay. Rejection's fine. It doesn't matter. 
doesn't matter. Fear of rejection. You're going to get rejected. That's part of this. But don't take it personal. See, most of the people that are rejecting you, you don't want them anyway. You spend a lot of time getting all emotionally involved in people that you really don't want. You don't want them. They'd be more trouble than the world. So don't take it personally. It's all numbers. See, if we said... As soon as you've talked to 500 people, let's say, let's say as soon as you've got 100 people at a weekly meeting in New Image, you're immediately going to be, be a national director. That was the way the program was set up. We kept tabs every week on how many people you had at a meeting. Once you hit 100, you're a national director. You're making five, six, seven thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand a month. You're immediate national director once you have 100 guests at a meeting. Doesn't matter whether they come in or not. They can all reject the whole program. All you got to do is get 100 there. How quick could you do it? If we took the rejection factor out of it. Well, what are you waiting for? I mean, my goodness, if you get a hundred people to a meeting, you're going to have so much success that you can't keep up with it. And so what if 30 of them don't get it? It doesn't matter. I'll tell you what, the people that live in this area, you get, you get people to the meeting, they're in. They're in. If they've got any kind of drive, determination, vision at all, they're in the program. They can't come to a Louisville meeting on Tuesday night and not get involved. I mean, I'm ready to sign up again all over every week after that thing's over. <laughs> you, you know? I mean, it's a powerful meeting. All you got to do is get them there. Maybe I'll we'll change the marketing plan. I don't know. Okay. Now here's the thing. If you're not satisfied, there's some checkpoints that we need to go through real quickly. Number one, how is your belief? Can you get on it? There's four beliefs. Number one is belief in the product. Now, rate yourself one to ten in each one of these four areas and be honest. Belief in the product, belief in the opportunity, belief in network marketing, and belief in yourself. Those are the four beliefs that you have to have. And if you have less than a seven in one of those areas, then you need some improvement. When I first started in this program, I was about a five on the product, about a five on the opportunity, a ten on MLM, and a nine on me. That's when I started. It's grown. Now, I'm a 10, 10, 10, 10. But it took a while to get there. I didn't start there. You aren't going to either. So be honest there. If you don't have total belief in those four areas yet, that's okay. You'll get there. Now, what you need to do is you need to stop and think about this question. And be honest. Which of the areas above do you need more belief? Simple. Now, some of you are saying, well, I need more belief in network marketing. And you know what? Three months ago, you needed more belief in network marketing. What have you been doing in the last three months? Some of you say, Dale, I need more belief in the product. You know what? Two months ago, you needed more belief in the product. What have you been doing to create that in the last two months? Guess 
what? If you need more belief in network marketing now, you did three months now, you will three months down the road if you don't do something right now to change it. Now, is that hard to figure out? <laughs> Seems simple. If you need more belief in this industry, then what should you do? There's a book called... <laughs> It'll come back in a minute. <laughs> what? Network Hedges. Who stole the American Dream? It's available from the Tools Office. That's a darn good book to read. I was talking to somebody Tuesday night at the meeting. They said, you know, I've had it for three months and never read it. So I started reading it. That's a great book. Yeah, you can't just buy it. you got to read it after you buy it. <laughs> but if you need more belief in network marketing, get with your upline. Say, you know, I'm just having the trouble understanding this whole concept and how it works. There's article after article in Success Magazine. There's all types of books on this industry. Who Stole the American Dream is one of the best. That's why we make it available through Tools Office, because it'll give you an insight to this industry that I can't do, that your sponsor can't do, but that book is tremendous. So if you need more belief in this industry, who's responsible for creating that belief? You are. You are. If you need more belief in the product, then you've got to listen to that testimony tape. And here's what I did. We have all kinds of testimony sheets from Texas and Corbin and all over the country. You need to read those sheets, and, and let's say the name is Harriet uh, Johnson. And I'm reading this testimony about Harriet Johnson, and here's what I do. I don't know Harriet Johnson, but I visualize what Harriet Johnson looks like. And I try to feel her feelings about this product. I try to feel her testimony. I try to, I try to imagine how it would be to be on uh, uh, arthritis medication for years and years of your life, and all of a sudden you're off of that. And you no longer have to put up with that. See, I like, I like to, I try to feel the testimonies. Because if you can develop that feeling, then that will, the belief will come. Does that, does that make sense? So if you need more belief in this product, you've got to let yourself feel. When you hear these testimonies, uh, I don't know if Bill did this today, I wasn't in the room. Did you, but I mean, when he gives his testimony, some of you have heard it so many times. But see, I remember the first night that he came to the meeting on the crutch. And I remember him looking like death warmed over. And, I, and I've seen him get off his crutches and run up and down and, and, and the color come back and his energy level triple. And see, every time he says that, it, we can take it for granted if we don't concentrate and feel it again. So we got to feel what this product is doing for people. That's how you develop belief when you get that feeling. And we cannot take it for granted. Some of you in this room are taking your own testimony for granted. When I first heard Jesse Moore give her testimony and she'd get up at the testimony, she'd say, you know, I've taken the product and have arthritis in my shoulders and couldn't raise my hands above my head. And two weeks ago, this shoulder broke through. And she'd give that testimony. Two weeks ago, this shoulder broke through. And then I never will forget tonight, she said, two weeks ago or whenever this shoulder broke through and this week, this one broke through. I mean, I, got, I almost cried like a baby. I couldn't control myself. I did, okay. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? That
that is an awesome experience. It's awesome for her. Understand that's how you develop belief in this product by not being afraid to let yourself feel. You gotta be able to feel. So belief in the comp belief in the product, belief in network marketing, belief in the company and opportunity. And I don't know how to tell you to develop that. Uh, some of you have belief in the company just because you know some of the leadership in the company. But I promise you, when we say dedicated to improving your image and lifestyle, everything that we do is geared towards that. Do you think that we would go to all the trouble and do all the things that we're doing if we only thought this thing was going to be around for three or four years? I wouldn't mess with that tape of the month. That's the biggest hassle in the world, but it's needed. There's a lot of things. We wouldn't be doing meetings like this. We wouldn't be doing another national conference in January if we were looking at the short term. We're looking at everything 30 years down the road and what it's going to do for your business. So you've got to develop those four beliefs. Now, if you do not have belief in one of those areas, I want you to write it down and I want you to stop and think about it and what can you do next week to help you develop your belief in one of those four areas. The last one is yourself. And the only thing that I can tell you is get a, get a set of Zig Ziglar tapes. Get a set of Jim Rohn tapes. And listen to them to your sick of them. If you need belief in you, there's nobody that will help you develop that in the beginning better than Zig Ziglar. In the beginning. You can go to any bookstore and pick up a Zig Ziglar cassette. I recommend some of his albums. Well, Dale, how much is that going to cost me? Who cares? You never ask what it costs. You ask, what is it worth? We're talking about something that will change your life. Well, Dale, it's, his whole set's 65 bucks. Sell something. <laughs> Yeah, you gas grill. Summer's over. You can buy another one in the spring. Get your hands on 65 bucks. If you were in jail and your bail was $65, who would you call? Call them. You see what I'm saying? You never ask what it worth, what it what it cost. You always ask, what is it worth? Okay, everybody with me now. You got an action statement there, and you got something that you need to improve on, and you've got something that you're going to do next week to help you improve that. <laughs> Would somebody be willing to just share that, what they're going to do next week, and where they lack their belief, where they need to bring up their belief? Don't be ashamed of it. Yeah, can you go to work? You're going to go to work, okay? Zig Ziglar tapes to work on myself. You're going to get the Zig Ziglar tapes and work on herself. See, every one of you in this room, if you don't earn a 10 across there, if you earn a 10 across there, and there's some area and you don't have an action statement with what you're going to do, as far as I'm concerned, you're wasting your time here this morning. You're wasting my time. Dale, that's kind of harsh. No, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. If you continue doing what you've always done, you're going to continue to get what you've always got. Some of you in this room really need this. You have not made a commitment. If I point it to somebody and I say, would you please just stand up and tell us how long that you've committed to the business? And if I just pick somebody out, I like, because everybody's going, no, not me, Dale. <laughs> no. But 
see, if I pointed to you and I said, how long have you made a commitment? You ought to be able to stand up and say, Dale, I've committed to July 1st, 1995. I'm going to work this business. Or whatever it is. It doesn't matter when it is. But you have to see what people do is they work a week and they stop and analyze. Oh, Mary didn't like the product. Joe did good, though. Then they worked another week. Oh, they four of them said they were going to come to the meeting. Only three of them showed up. You know, and they're analyzing every week. Every day, every hour, they're analyzing their whole business. I don't see it. I mean, it's just so, I did it for two years. My first started, I mean, I was analyzing every day. And it's so frustrating, and it's so much simpler when you say, I'm going to go for six months, I'm not looking back. At six months, I'll stop and analyze and see what I need to do. But for the next six months, I'm going to get out the brochures, I'm going to get to the meetings, I'm going to get people at the meeting, I'm going to do what I know to do, I'm going to plug them into the system, and I'm not going to stop and try to analyze why Joe's not doing it. I'm just going to do it. Your success depends on you, not your downline. Success is not finding the right person, it's becoming the right person. Most of you are analyzing until you're paralyzed. You cannot analyze this business every day. Every week, every time I travel around, people want to come up to me and tell me what's not happening. This lady took the product and she got the runs. This one took the product and got constipated. (laughs) Who cares? I don't care. Anybody. I mean, people go out and bought, they sell 12 bottles, 10 people love it, 2 hate it, they're concentrating on the 2 that hates it. Why is that? It's because we've got all this bad programming in us. We're looking for a reason to fail instead of succeed. Next thing, you've got to stop and you might want to sit down with your spouse. But you have got to make a commitment to this business. By the way, how many of you have a specific commitment date set up? Just stand up real quick. If if you're committed to this business, you aren't looking back for a specific date. Let's give these people a hand. Excellent. This next thing is critical. It's critical. It's absolutely critical. This is where a lot of you are missing it. I know it. How is your work ethic? If I ask you specifically what days, evenings are you working your new image business? Specifically. Specifically. What days, evenings are you working this business? And if if I pointed to you, I'd be able to stand up and say, Dale, this is when I work new image. Because if you don't have that down on paper, if you don't have a schedule for working your business, if you work it when you feel like it, guess when you're going to work it? You aren't. Because your brother-in-law is going to call and say, hey, let's go fishing. Uh, they're going to be calls and say, hey, we need one more person to go play basketball. I mean, I had to do that. I mean, when I was part-time, when I was at IBM, and I was doing this thing part-time, and my negative friends, they knew they, they realized pretty quickly that their stinking thinking wasn't going to keep me to do it. So then they started calling me all the time, wanting me to go play basketball and go play softball and go do this and go do that. And I said, no, i got to work tonight. What do you mean work? You aren't making no money at that thing. Why are you? Let's go play ball. No, 
I got to work. I got phone calls I got to make tonight. Oh, you don't need to make those phone calls. You can do it next week. No, I can't because Monday night, Tuesday night was my work nights. Wednesday night was church. Thursday night was a meeting. Friday night family night and a half a day on Saturday. Every Monday night, every Tuesday night, I was doing appointments or making phone calls. Every Thursday was a meeting and a half a day every Saturday I worked it. And I worked it for three years like that. And if I hadn't, I would still be at IBM. I wouldn't have had the satisfaction of walking around there in my business suit. And you won't either if you're part-time. If you're part-time, one of the things that you've got to do this week is you've got to sit down and you've got to say, okay, this is the time I'm doing my three-day, 14-day call. This is the nights I'm working in the business. You know what some people think working the business is? Showing up at a meeting every Tuesday night. That's the Amway mentality sinking back in. <laughs> That's not working the business. Working the business, it's working the business. I mean, you can you that if I had a tire store, I cannot open that tire store when I feel like it. You've got to work your business. This is a business. Well, Dale, it's not a business for me. It's just a hobby. Great. We love you. Keep coming. You can just come and have a good time, and we'll be real social. We'll love you. And sell your case of product every month, and just have a good time. But if you think you're going to make a six-figure income and achieve the potential that this business offers you without treating it like a business, it's not going to happen. And again, I don't want to put anybody on a guilt trip. My dad, I love him. I love him. But he's playing this business. He loves it. He loves the meetings. He loves the people. He sells his case or two every month. And he just loves it. But he's not working it. But he knows he's not working it. But he doesn't need to work it. He's got IBM retirement. He's got another business that's going tremendous. He doesn't need it, but he loves the business. There's people in this room just like that. There's people in this room that you don't need it. You don't want it. You're just enjoying it. And we're glad to have you. Don't let don't listen to nothing I say, because this isn't for you. <laughs> just, I, I mean, I'm serious. I mean, we love you. I mean, we're glad to have you. But don't think that you're going to do and make the type of income that's available and build the kind of organization that's available if you don't do these type of things. So I don't mean to put anybody on a guilt trip here. At least not only the ones that need it. Are you all with me? Okay. What's your business commitment statement? In other words, how long have you committed to this business? And you've got to know. Next thing, how is your skill level? Using the telephone is the number one fear of rejection factor skill in this business. Some of you have a tremendous problem with the telephone. The first thing you've got to do is admit it and then conquer it. We're in the process of putting together an eight-week training program for all New England International. So after every meeting, there'll be 20-minute trainings, eight of them, every week. At the end of eight weeks, we'll start and we'll go again. At the end of eight weeks, we'll start and we'll go again. It's covering the basics. One of those is on the telephone. And 
so-and-so deal, that sounds like I'm going to be awful boring because I've done hurt, you know, what people come up to, I've heard that five times. We're doing that again. Uh, and all you got to do leadership is say, no, you're doing it tonight. Okay, that'll solve that, okay? <laughs> it's critical. We had it in our other business, and it makes a tremendous difference. We're going to do eight weeks, eight weeks, eight weeks. One of them is the phone. If you have a trouble with the telephone, you got to get to your upline. There's a book called Overcoming Call Reluctance. It can be ordered through any bookstore. It's excellent. The main thing that you've got to do if you have a trouble with the telephone is admit it. And then you've got to sit down and you've got to ask yourself, what's the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing that can happen is that they can cuss me out. I've only been cussed out three or four times in 12 years. Some of you say, well, Dale, you deserved it more than that. Well, I probably did, okay? <laughs> okay? Maybe I did, okay? But I've only been cussed out about three or four times. And if I do get cussed out, who's got the problem? They do. The worst thing that can happen is you can get cussed out. What's the best thing that could happen? They can make you build an organization to make you 10000 a month. Cussed out, 10000 a month. I go for the 10000 <laughs> Another thing, write this down, because this has happened to many people in this business already and will continue to happen. Don't worry about somebody saying no to you. Worry about them saying yes to somebody else. How many of you have lost somebody that you shouldn't have lost? Yeah. That's right. Some of you lost relatives. Because you didn't want to hear them say, what are you doing now? What are you doing? You keep doing all these things. I said, yeah, and you keep staying in that dead-end job. You keep doing all these entrepreneur stuff. You keep wanting to start this business and that. I said, yeah, and you keep staying in that dead-end job. I said, Dick Ziggler said the only difference between a big shot and a little shot is a big shot's a little shot that kept shooting. Guess what you are? A little shot that stayed down. I'm going to keep shooting. And you just got to get to that point, that attitude. How's your skill level? Using the phone. Getting people to weekly meetings. Best I can advice I can tell you there, if you're having trouble getting people to a meeting, pay them. <laughs> Give them 20 bucks to show up. It's worth it. All you got to do is spend about $300. Get about 15 people to show up, you'll have your 10. <laughs> Pay them if you got to. Do whatever you got to do. Supporting and training your people. Some of you, we need to get in, in depth on this. I'm not going to today. But some of you, this is where you're really missing it. And uh, Bob Armstrong does something I think all leadership should do, and really all people within the company. Every month, he gets his recap. And you heard Roger talk about 98% of the people, he doesn't know who they are. Every month, Bob Armstrong gets his recap, and he goes down through it, and he calls 30 people that he doesn't know. Just introduce himself, looking for leadership, what he's doing. 30 people he doesn't know. Every month. I thought that was a tremendous, that's why the phone number's there. Looking for leadership, call 30 people he doesn't know every month, every month. Excellent idea. Uh, last thing, how your attitude. 
of your attitude state. It does. It's because we live in a negative world. It's not your fault. It's the world's fault. It's your boss's fault. It's your co-worker's fault. Most of you have self-defeating attitudes. All you talk about is what I can't do. Most people's attitude stinks. I heard Zig Ziglar say, you're where you are in life because of what's going into your mind. The only way to change where you are is change what goes into your mind. Some of you have got to get to clean, get it cleaned out. You can. There's people in this room that have done it. But, but most of your attitude, it just smells. <laughs> it does. You can't overcome it. You will overcome it. There's a lot of us in this room that have overcome it. But you got to put in the good and clean the pure and the positive. you got to do something to cover up all the junk that's gone in over the years. You've got to. You can reprogram your mind for success and to have a good attitude. But, you know, negativity is constant. Positiveness takes effort. So you got to take the effort to put it in. How's your activity level? Activity creates courage, inactivity fear. Activity creates courage, inactivity fear. Consistent effort doesn't always bring consistent results, but it always brings success. What you need to stop and think about is you need to take these sheets and, and sit down and put together a game plan over the next 90 days. That's what you've got to do. You've got to figure it out. See, some of you in this room, the time is critical for you. It's critical. Absolutely critical. You've been here too long. You've been playing around too long. You've been telling yourself you can't too long. And you've been satisfied with mediocrity for too long. Some of you are too comfortable in your J-O-K to become successful in new image. You've got to find something that you despise. Success starts with disgust. What disgust means is the mediocrity and, the, and how people satisfy the less they can become. It just bothers me. It bothers me. Now, we've talked about belief, commitment, the things you all heard over and over and over. I want to share with you, and it was just amazing as I was putting this together. And, and see, Dale, you've talked about this a hundred times. Yeah, but you ain't got it yet. <laughs> Maybe today you'll get it. Maybe next week we'll make a difference for you. That's my hope. Because I get darn tired of talking about it. I'll be talking about it three years from now, though. I will. I've been talking about it for 12. I ain't over three more. Because every now and then somebody gets it. Every now and then somebody gets it. And it's worth it. See, when I get frustrated and I get tired, I, all I got to do is just look through my pictures and look at the lives that have been changed. I mean, I see Sybil there. HV, I mean, oh, it's amazing. That's what makes it work. But today, I want more of you to get it. And I want you to take somebody else's word for it, not just mine. I just want to share a few of these with you. Don't try to write them down. If you need copies of it, you send me a self-addressed stamped envelope and I'll send it to you. But I want you to understand that everything that we talk about, it's not a philosophy 
it's a new image philosophy. There's universal concepts and principles. You know one thing that helped me tremendously is when I realized that all successful people in every walk of life think the same. All of them think the same. It has nothing to do with new image. It just has to do with success. These are not new image principles. They're success principles. I just want to share a couple of them with you. Man must cease attributing his problems to his environment and learn again to exercise his willingness, his will, his will, his personal responsibility. What's that saying? Quit blaming your downline and your upline. That's what it's saying. You've got to take responsibility for your life, for your success. This is not the practice session. This is the real thing. Dan shared a poem in Lowell. Was it Tuesday night? I mean, it's the most awesome poem in the world. And it talks about I was dying to get out of school. Then I was dying to get married. Then I was dying to have children. Then I was dying to get a new job. Then I was dying for the kids to get out of college. Uh, then I was dying uh, to retirement. Then I was realized that I was dying and I never lived. And at age 65, 95% of people end up dead or dead broke because they're blaming somebody else. People have the responsibility or the concept or the idea, if first I don't succeed, fix the blame quick. That's the way people think. Show me a good and gracious loser and I'll show you a failure. New Rockman. The buck stops here. Harry Truman. All of our dreams can come true if we have the courage, the courage to pursue them. Walt Disney, what's he saying? You gotta overcome fear of failure, you gotta overcome fear of rejection. He was rejected more than anybody in this room, more than most of us put together, but he made it. Franklin Roosevelt, the only limit to our realization of tomorrow will be our doubts of today. What? Lack of belief. Y'all get this? Yes. This is not me. It's Franklin Roosevelt. You don't listen to me. Listen to him. It's New Rodney. It's Harry Truman. It's not just. It's not just new image stuff. People sit there and they just think, oh, Bill, what's the magic wand? The magic wand is, it's between your ears. That's the magic. Once you change this, then things will happen in your life. You take the top income earners and new image and put us in any company with a product that we believe in, and guess what? We'll become successful, and it has nothing to do with the product. It has nothing to do with the marketing plan. It has to do with what's between the ears. And the beautiful part about it is you can change what's between your ears. You can do it. There's a lot of people in this room that have done it. There are new people. There are new people. I do not know anyone who's got or gotten to the top without hard work. That's the recipe. Margaret Hatcher, what she's saying, you got to have a work ethic. you got to know what nights you're doing your appointments and making your phone calls. You must pay the price if you wish to secure the blessing. Andrew Jackson. Failure is only the opportunity to begin again more intelligently. That's for some of you today. Today's the day to begin again more intelligently for some of you. A couple more. See, this is the stuff I read before I go to bed. Might be 
why I wake up at four in the morning and got to talk to somebody on the internet. But <laughs> <laughs> believe you or defeat it, this is critical. This is critical. Believe you or defeat it, and if you believe it, believe it long enough, it's likely to become a fact. And there's people in this room that have believed that they're defeated. And if you believe that, that's exactly what happens. Always bear in mind that your own resolution to succeed is more important than any other thing. Abraham Lincoln. Winning is a habit. Listen to this Amway people. Winning is a habit. Unfortunately, so is losing. Making money is a habit. Unfortunately, so is not making money. The quality of a person's life is in direct proportion to their commitment to excellence regardless of their chosen field of endeavor. These are some real good ones. I firmly believe that any man's finest hour, his greatest fulfillment, so all he holds dear is that moment when he has worked his heart out in a good cause and lies exhausted on the field of battle, victorious. Build your team a feeling of oneness, of dependence upon one another, and strength to be derived from unity. That's all from Vince Lombardi. Lombardi. The quality of an individual is reflected in the standards they set for themselves. See, some of you ought to be sick with your standards. You ought to be just sick of it. You ought to say, I'm not taking it no more. I've deserved more. I can become more. I'm tired of playing. Some of you need to get to that point. Because you're sitting there and you're going to die with your music still in you. I hope we have to have an organization in Louisville. <laughs> Don't measure yourself by what you have accomplished, but what you should have accomplished based on your ability. John Wood, the great coach, coach at UCLA. Uh, my attitude has always been, if it's worth playing, it's worth paying the price to win. <laughs> not, go play somewhere else. <laughs> he said it, not me. He said, go to Amway. <laughs> Accept the challenges so that you may feel the exhilaration of victory. George Patton. Now, hope that I've gotten through today. I heard a story, and I'm going to share this with you. This will, this will drive it home a little bit more because many of you have heard it, but i got to share it one more time because I know this is true. I know this is most of you, and I know it could have been me, but there was an eagle's nest, and five eggs in it, and the wind got to blowing, and one of the eggs toppled out and landed on a haystack and rolled down, and it ended up, it was by a chicken coop. And this old hen came and sat on the eagle's nest, or the eagle egg, and eventually hatched that little baby eagle. When the little baby eagle was first hatched, he thought, man, I'm different. I don't look like these my brothers and sisters here. You know, I don't act like them. I don't talk like them. I'm not supposed to be like they are. 
And the little eagle grew as a chicken. He started quacking like the chickens, complaining like the chickens, talking like the chickens, acting like the chickens, with the dream to fly. His entire life, he said, one time, one day, if I could just fly, if I could just fly like the eagles, and he would watch his brothers and sisters, which he didn't know were his brothers and sisters, flying. He thought, man, how would it be if I could just fly one time in my life, be able to climb up there and jump off and just fly. So one time he decided to try it and he got positioned up on top of the chicken coop and all his brothers and sick, and you can't fly, you can't fly, come back down here, you can't fly, you can't fly, and he tried, and of course he crashed and burned. And they all told him, see, I told you so, you can't fly, you're a chicken, you're a chicken, you'll never be an eagle. And the little chicken got a little bit older, a little bit older, a little bit older, oh, if I could just fly, one day I'll fly, one day I can fly, I know I can fly, it's in me to fly. And he got a little bit older, a little bit older, and a little bit older, and he died, and he never flew. And deep down inside of him, he had the potential to do that the whole time. See, you all have God-given talents and abilities that you are not using. But you've got to develop them, you've got to bring them out, because it's already inside of you. You were designed for greatness. This is an opportunity that will help you achieve greatness. I believe that. Now, the last thing that I want to do, and I'm going to end, is see, some of you in this room needed this. Some of you didn't. Some of you, what I've said today does not apply at all. It's just not, you know, it doesn't. But some of you have needed it. And see, if you leave here today and you don't do something about it, you're going to be worse off than if you never came. So what you've got to do is make a commitment for the next 90 days. Say, well, Dale, I can't commit the next 90 days because of the holidays. Then this is not for you. What I'm getting ready to do next is not for you. Well, Dale, I can't commit in 90 days because I've got something to work. I understand this is not for you. But there's some of you that the next 90 days, it's time to make a commitment. Now, this is November the 12th. The convention is January 20th and 21st. There's nobody in this room that if the conditions are right, that you can't work your guts out between now and January 21st. That's not even 90 days. And then I promise you after January 21st, if you will develop yourself over the next couple months after the 21st, you're going to have the best year of your life in 1995. I promise you that. But if you don't work your guts out between now and then, then you hit the convention. You need to hit the convention at the peak of your momentum. You don't wait to the convention to create the momentum. You need to create it between now and then and hit it at the peak and you will have the best year of your life in 1995. Some of you, the time is right for you to do that. Some of you, it's not. And I respect that. I, I do. I sincerely do. But some of you, the time is right. And for those of you that the time is right, I want you to do me a favor. I'm asking you to make a 90-day commitment to yourself. To yourself. Not to me. Not to me. Not to your client. But to you. To you. Some of you, the time is right. Some of you, it's not. And again, I respect that. But if the timing is right, what I'm going to ask you to do... I promise myself that over the next 90 days, I will daily work on me. I will apply myself like never before. I will concentrate, use my mind, and work on developing skills and attitudes and 
If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, Wisdom of the Ages training, or answers to your questions.